Welcome to the 2SER Book Club, where every week we open up a new book and help you discover something to read, no matter what your taste. Here's Andrew and Tess. Andrew, good morning. Hey Tess, how are you today? I'm going really well. How are you? Pretty good. Pretty good? Yeah, I've been, doing, I've been doing lots of reading. In fact, um, the book that I've brought for you today is one that I, I read a few weeks back and I've been doing lots of really great stuff since. So I'm, I'm excited for, um, for the, the last few books because it's getting close to the end of the year. It is. We don't actually have that many book clubs left. No, which is, which is really kind of weird because, I mean, we're going to be taking time off. I'm going to be doing lots of reading. Um, it seems weird to stop giving people books right when, but they've, they've got a whole year's worth of book clubs to catch up on. They do. They ha- do. Have we told people about how Book Club is now a podcast and they can just find new books to read all the time? We might have mentioned it, but I don't think we've made a massive point of it. We should probably have mentioned that it's available <laughs> in their favourite podcast app. It is, which is very exciting. Yeah, yeah. That will, Let's make sure we mention that um, the book club, the Tuesday book club, is available in people's book, podcast app so they can find it. That sounds like a good thing to mention. Yes, all you right. can just plug it straight into any of them and it will be there. Yeah, okay. So remind me later, we'll definitely mention that to people. <laughs> Sounds good. Okay, good, good, good. What are we chatting about this week? So today, as promised, I'm taking you back to Tasmania in Catherine Johnson's latest novel, Matryoshka. That's right, Tasmania. Tasmania, yeah. We've been to Tasmania a lot this year. This is Tasmania's year, I think, for just amazing books, either written by Tassie, uh, Tassie natives or uh, but people who love Tasmania and set in Tasmania. But before we get much further in, I'm just going to explain as a just-in-case that the the matryoshka are those Russian nesting dolls that, you know, they sort of, they neatly open up and they fit inside each other, so you oh, get the... um, babushka dolls. Yeah, the, well, they're called matryoshka. Matryoshka, okay. Matryoshka is their name. I learned something today. And so the image of these pieces fitting together, as well as the Russian links, become incredibly important in this novel... Mm. So, Matryoshka begins with the twin tales of Nina Basova, a refugee to Australia from Russia in the post-war period, so post-World War II, and Sarah, her granddaughter, a geneticist in Brisbane. So, on arrival in Australia, Nina and her husband, they're sent to Tasmania, where they settle working on the hydroelectricity scheme. So, this is sort of late 40s, early 50s. Uh, Nina moves to Hobart following the birth of her daughter, Helena, and she's there when her husband dies following an incident at work. We meet Sarah as she prepares to return to Hobart for the funeral of her grandmother. So, Nina raised Sarah as her own following Helena's teenage pregnancy. Sarah moved to Brisbane for her husband, but now her marriage is breaking down, and she's got to decide where she wants to raise her daughter, Ellie. Returning to Hobart, though, it also raises questions of Sarah's parentage. Her mother is sort of a distant figure, their relationship's estranged, and uh, one she thought, she, she once thought, was her older sister. Oh, one of those situations. Yeah, I've heard so of that. Yeah. Her, her grandmother raised her as her own, and until she was about 12, she thought that Nina was her mother and Helena was her, her sister. Yeah, okay, um, wow. Yeah, so, um, and she doesn't even know who her father is. This is a, a secret that Helena has always been reluctant about and has sort of sworn to keep. Now, settling into the rhythms of the world that she grew up in, Sarah meets Abdul. He's a Hazara man living with a group of fellow refugees in a house on her street. They form a friendship, and as Sarah learns of the Hazara culture, she also comes to understand the isolation, loneliness, and desperation of being a refugee so far from home in a country that kind of just it just seems to want you gone. Yeah. Um, they are caught, and we get we get quite a vivid description of 
the the bureaucratic holding cell. There are, these are these are men that live in the community, but they're in this bureaucratic holding cell, knowing that their application process exists somewhere in limbo. Now, the Matryoshka doll here, it illuminates for us the layers not only of family, but community connection and how they're entwined. It's telling that the Matryoshka Nina has passed down to Sarah is missing its smallest piece. Oh, okay. Mm. Symbolism. Symbolism, yeah. Oh, it's, and it's also not lost as you read that Sarah is a geneticist. Her whole, her whole role and uh, her raison d'etre in life is to unravel genetic codes and find connections, and yet she can't make that connection in her family to her father. And boiling under the surface of the, the mystery of Matryoshka is uh, who Sarah's father is and what this information will mean for her family and her life. As Sarah grows in her relationship with Abdul, she witnesses his fortitude and grace in surviving separation from the family he's left at home. This brings into question her estrangement from Helena and the lengths that Nina went to conceal from, but also protect her from knowing the mystery. I'm not going. Yeah. I'm not telling you the mystery. Oh. I don't. I don't tell mysteries. No, you don't. No, no spoilers. <laughs> The friendship between Abdul and Sarah is also telling because it was informed by a friendship that Catherine Johnson, the author, formed with a refugee she met when her family settled in Tasmania. When we spoke for Final Draft a few weeks back, Catherine told me of experiencing, experiencing hospitality and welcome from these men who were so far from everything they knew, but also so open and embracing of community. Matryoshka gets to the heart of what it means to be family and community and reminds us that these relationships are inseparable from history and from place. We see the prejudice Nina must face and her perceived vulnerability as a single mother, juxtaposed with the Hazara men's vulnerability in a community where they're openly abused on the street. There are a couple of scenes where they are attacked. Oh, gosh. Um, but they also must maintain civility or risk further demonization. It's a really thoughtful book that deserves a wide and thoughtful readership. Catherine Johnson keeps a lot of balls in the air uh, because, you know, juggling and writing are clearly akin. Um, <laughs> But it never becomes didactic. In fact, as you read, it's apparent that there are issues in the book that we are grappling with as a society on a daily basis. There's enormous humanity in this book, but it's also clever enough to populate itself with diverse ideas and opinions that are going to complicate your thoughts just as you think you've latched onto them. Oh, I want to read it. I'm yeah. scared. It's oh, I'm, I'll totally lend it to you. I mean, I've just I've just lent you uh, Cedar Valley, so you're going to get catch up on Holly Throsby from last week. You have. I'm, I'm accruing a nice little stash of books from you. Thank you. I'll lend you. I'll lend you Matryoshka, but everyone else, get to your local bookstore, buy it. It's it's also another one of those books that would be an amazing read over over summer because it you can't it seems write a book about Tasmania without it evoking the the amazing natural setting that um I mean it it seems like Tasmania is just really hip and full of trees. It's basically, yes. I yeah. mean, I, it's gorgeous. I have, uh, you know, my grandmother lives there. So a lot of, you know, memories of going down to my grandmother's place and it's just everything, no matter where you look, it's just gorgeous. So mm. I imagine anything set against the backdrop of Tasmania, you can't really miss that. Yeah. And, and as such, I think it's one of those books where if you're, you're, it's an Australian summer book where you just can read and think about how wonderful so many parts of this country are and then how much we still have to address and this book this book can do both for you i think do we have any idea what we're uh, looking at next week we absolutely do um I've, i'm just i've just finished this book and i want to present it to you before uh the end of the year it is jock sarong's preservation um jock sarong got a lot of attention a few years back for the rules of backyard cricket um, and on Java Ridge, I think was his uh, his second novel, and this book is 
amazing. This is a story from Australia's history that is just a must-read. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks, Andrew. You're welcome. You've been listening to the 2SER Book Club. We record on Gadigal land of the Eora Nation at 2SER's Broadway Studios in Sydney, Australia. The show is produced and presented by Tess Connery and Andrew Popel. And a big shout-out to Michaela Savage for graphic design and artwork. If you're enjoying the book club, why not subscribe and get new episodes delivered straight to your phone every week? If you want more books, you can tune in to Final Draft or subscribe to Final Draft Great Conversations Podcast wherever you listen to your podcasts. To keep up with everything happening at the station and discover more stories, ideas and music, follow us on Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. Just look for at 2SER.